Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for April 23rd. In the year of our Lord, 2022, this is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land. The Constitution for the United States of America is indeed our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast, LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net, our websites. And it's been a strange week, ladies and gentlemen. We've been on the road, and we've had uh, several rebroadcasts. Thanks for your patience this week as we're out and about taking care of business. Monday, we were on a plane. Tuesday, we were live from Montevallo, Alabama. Incredible event at the American Village, uh, AmericanVillage.org, the website. And we talked about that incredible uh, facility there, educating thousands and thousands and thousands of students uh, since 1999. And the village keeps growing. It's just a phenomenal place. The feeling there is incredible. And uh, so we talked about that. But more importantly, we talked about the American Village of the West coming unitedwepledge.org to learn more about that, unitedwepledge.org. Uh, they're going to be creating a village of the West, if you will, uh, American Village 2, or II, and that's going to be in a place called Hurkin, Utah, just north of St. George, Utah. And uh, so there's going to be two educational facilities, and we basically marked the starting of the launch of the event, if you will, uh, by a V2V, or village-to-village run, by Tom Jones, incredible, extreme athlete running 76 marathons in 76 days we were there on april 19th which is tuesday and uh, we basically fired a shot and tom took off running mirroring the shot heard the the shot heard around the world on april the 19th Uh, and then tom is running every single day you can have a tracker to keep track of where he's at and what he's doing and all that kind of stuff incredible photos and video and everything else from the photographer that's with him and uh, you can keep track of his run. That tracker is available at, um, let's see, it's available at we, <coughs> or, um, wow, the pledge website. What's that called? Um, unitedwepledge.org. I'm so sorry. I've got so many, <laughs> so many different things I'm focused on at the same time. Unitedwepledge.org is the tracker to keep track of Tom Jones's run. Now, we're doing that very thing, and Tom is going to be checking in from time to time uh, along the broadcast route along the route for the broadcast as well so we'll keep up on that for you uh but incredible he will land in or run into uh Hurkin, utah on july the 2nd and that's when they will uh do the groundbreaking for the new village of the west if you will american village of the west and uh, it's all in celebration of the 2026 event which will be the ribbon cutting of the uh village and uh 2026 also marks the 250th year anniversary since the revolution. From revolution to restoration, 
we go, ladies and gentlemen. So that's exciting indeed. We'll keep an eye on all that for you. Anyway, on Wednesday, well, we did a rebroadcast. On Thursday, we were live. <clears throat> on Friday, a rebroadcast. And I'm so sorry for so many rebroadcasts. It's just circumstantially where we're traveling and where we are is very, very difficult uh, indeed. But I am on the road still because we're going to the National Association of Broadcasters Convention coming up uh, next week as well. So we've got, we've got a lot of road trips happening uh, and a lot of rebroadcasts. But uh, hopefully the uh, broadcasts in between some of the refeeds will make some sense and be killer shows uh, nevertheless. So on Thursday, we had our guest on, Eldon Stahl. He's a well-known field coordinator for the John Birch Society, jbs.org, also the newamerican.com, incredible magazine. And we also had our guest on, Brian Rust, rustcoiningift.com, doing a phenomenal job. And we talked about the Honest Money Report, gold and silver. We talked about Biden is planning a new digital currency. U.S. Congress is also taking, quote, revolutionary steps towards a central bank digital currency. The future of money is here. Who will control it is a great question we'll be talking about today as the broadcast unfolds as well. California bill would legalize infanticide. Babies could be left to die up to six weeks after birth. It's just insanity that's also going on in Maryland. Trump appointed a federal judge who did a good job, by the way. Uh, The Biden mask mandate for public transportation is illegal. That's right. Catherine Mazel, appointed by Trump, says, hey, the fact is this ban or this mask forcing uh, whatever agenda uh, is basically illegal. Yeah, the mandate exceeded the CDC's statutory authority. Amen to that reality check. And that was hour one on Thursday. Hour two, we talked about the Department of Justice will appeal the mask mandate rejection ruling. They say that the necessity of masks is vital. Well, time will tell who will win on that. We pray for liberty. That's for sure. We talked about an incredible video from the John Urge Society put out in 2000. And what was it, 11 or 12, something like that? Anyway, the uh, headline of the video or the title of the video is The Power of 500 Informed Electorate at Work. In other words, if you get 500 active people in a district how valuable and important that can be. Robert Brown is a field director with the John Birch Society, and he highlighted this and put together this research. It's a longstanding and successful plan for taking America back one heart, one mind, one issue, one vote at a time. It's creating an informed electorate. It's the only long-term way to truly have accountability. It's solutions-oriented big time. You should check it out. The video is called The Power of 500, an informed electorate at work. Great, great video from the John Birch Society. We also talked about Elon Musk reveals plan B for Twitter. He says they'll buy out shareholders directly. Will it work? Time will tell. Will the poison pill reject Elon? Or will Musk be manipulative, or I should say unique enough, uh, to take it over? Time will tell. And really the ultimate question is, will Twitter continue to be a uh, bastion of tyranny? Or will it become a... Uh, form for freedom time will tell we'll keep an eye on that ball just for you as well move aside joe meaning joe biden 26 states now form a border security strike force and gop governors are literally reacting to belligerent joe's policies uh 
and they're blaming things on Biden's policy. Governors will share intelligence and analysis on border security and work together. The states are taking over with the federal government's failing us. We also talked about courts meddling in the families. Courts are sparking growing alarm, writes Alex Newman, a great, great article about how abusive the courts have become. We put too much power and authority in these judges' hands. That's for sure, ladies and gentlemen. And the courts are becoming really a criminal government enterprise. Sad but true. All right. We also talked about, uh, let's see here, Durham, CIA knew dirt on Trump was bogus. You heard me. Durham, that's the guy investigating this thing, says that, you know what? The CIA knew the dirt on Trump was bogus, but they let it continue. That makes the CIA <laughs> literally involved in vote fraud. If you know there's negative dirt on a candidate and you let it occur when you know that it's not true and you're the CIA, the FBI, the Justice Department, you don't stand up, at some point you got government agencies now, criminal government agencies, literally involved in the influence of vote fraud, ladies and gentlemen, led by Hillary and team who put together, who dug up the dirt, who put together the opposition research on the Donald. Am I defending President Trump? Not exactly, but I am telling you what was done to him was criminal. And there ought to be prosecutions for this big time. We also talked about government officials broke laws for two years and should be arrested for it, writes Ben Armstrong in the New American magazine, thenewamerican.com. Look for the Ben Strong, uh, Ben Armstrong article. Government officials broke laws for two years. Let's start arresting folks for their criminal activity. Boy, howdy, couldn't I agree more with that? All right, we've got an incredible guest. We've been juggling things around slightly this week because of the travels, as you know. But without further ado, Chris Carlson is with us. Welcome back to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Thank you, Sam. Without God, we cannot win. With God, we cannot lose. The battle for freedom is the Lord's, but we need to be engaged in the fight. Lieutenant Carlson reporting for duty, sir. All right, we're going to start today with a quote, and we're going to end with the same quote. Several topics will be discussed but we believe they're intertwined, if you will. Ladies and gentlemen, put not your faith in men, but bind them down with the chains of the Constitution. Who's that, Chris? Thomas Jefferson. Woohoo! One of my favorite founding fathers, Sam. And he was right then. He's been right ever since, and he will be right into the foreseeable future. That's true. And that's why, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to start with this quote. We're going to end the broadcast with this quote as well. Listen, put not your faith in men, but bind them down with the chains of the Constitution. And that's what's simply not happening today, Chris. No, sir. Not even close. We are trusting in men. Uh, a lot of people have turned their backs on God, even in the 75% Christian nation, Sam, as we've talked about in previous broadcasts. Um, we need to put our trust in God. And God has given us a constitution with divine principles embodied in that constitution that if we would just abide by, we wouldn't have the problems that we're having today. And speaking of the proof of that, we don't call him President Biden. Rather, it's Resident Biden. Chris will get to the details in seconds. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody ever have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. 
That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. We at Freedom Factor have a passion for our shared American heritage and want to help restore some of that American pride by emphasizing the documents that made us Americans. Our goal is to put pocket constitutions into the hands of every American and in every school. This effort requires your help. Order your pocket constitutions and browse our website at freedomfactor.org to learn how you can help spread the message of freedom. Read it, know it, share it. freedomfactor.org have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to LocalHoneyMan.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at LocalHoneyMan.com. Chain them down with the Constitution, ladies and gentlemen. That's really the key to the exercise, as far as I can tell. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to me carefully. Thomas Jefferson, Kentucky Resolution, 1798, quote, Put not your faith in men, but bind them down with the change of the Constitution. Resident Biden seems to just be telling lie after lie, shifting blame everywhere as he violates the supreme law of the land, Chris. Yeah, so Resident Biden is blaming rising food prices that we're now experiencing on Vladimir Putin. It's all his fault, Sam, and that's very convenient. But is there something else causing food prices to rise? And I have a little evidence here, Sam, and I'm going to list all of the um, unexpected catastrophes that are seeming to happen around food processing plants here in America and in Canada. You ready for that list? So a massive fire engulfed um, uh, Salinas, California, cold storage food processing plant a little over a week ago. This is just recently. The smoke of the fire could be seen from outer space. It was that big. Number two, a Belfast, Maine potato processing plant is completely destroyed by fire. Sam, did you hear that on the mainstream media nightly news? So we've just gotten to number two. We're going all the way to number 10, and I'll try to be uh, brief about these. In Quebec, a food processing plant burns. In Idaho, a plane hit a potato processing plant. That's number four. Number five, a food pantry in Maricopa County, Arizona, with 40 to 50,000 pounds of food is completely destroyed. The pantry fed hundreds of people in the area, Sam. Number six, a beef and pork processing plant in East Conway, New Hampshire, um, 
it had burned to the ground. Number seven, a Walmart food distribution center in Ohio completely burns down. I won't give you too many details because there's a lot here, and I'll just go through them real quickly. Number eight, a Newsweek article reports a massive explosion at a sheer food processing plant in Hermanston, Oregon. Again, the smoke could be seen from outer space. The fire was that big. Number nine, no injuries reported in a Schmucker pet food processing plant in Meadville, Pennsylvania. And and this is not finally. There are a lot more I could cite, but I'm going to limit it to 10. A major fire erupts at the Kuwang Food Industries Manufacturing Warehouse in Taiwan. And then another facility in Taiwan that creates uh, that manufactures bread stuffs was also mysteriously burned down recently. And I'm not going to go on, but many more food processing plants and warehouses were also destroyed by fire this year. Sam, all this happened this year. This is not going back like 10 or 15 years. All these fires happened within the last several weeks. In every case, the plants were empty which is convenient, right? No people were injured or killed. In most cases, the facilities were completely destroyed. It is, a, is it a coincidence that these fires are happening at the same time that Vladimir Putin invaded the Ukraine, Sam? Now, here's the interesting thing that I find about this, Chris. Every time I look in the news, so if you type in fire, food plants, you literally get a bunch of alternative sites and nothing from the mainstream press. However, Biden is saying there's likely going to be food shortages around the world. And, of course, it's Vladimir Putin's fault. Hey, the invasion from Russia to the Ukraine is going to cause food shortages. So the mainstream press willing to highlight Biden's point but not give you any real reason why this would be the case except for, oh, it's Vladimir. Oh, it's the Russians. Oh, it's oh, it's whatever. Uh, but when you look at the amount of fires that have taken place, and then you look at the blackout by the mainstream press, you start to get a picture of what's really going on, Chris. Yeah. Yeah, and we need to put two, two together. Just like Rick Wiles and Doc Burkhart from uh, True News, who I often reference for my news, we need to be dot connectors. We need to look at this situation and say, wait a minute. I mean, this is more than just a coincidence. Um, we we need to to put two and two together and realize that that this is more than a coincidence, Sam. Something's happening now. Do I know who's doing it? Do I know how they're doing it? I wish I did, but I don't. I know that it's very mysterious, and that's more likely causing the the rise in food prices, along with a lot of other things. You know, when you shut down businesses, that doesn't help. When you restrict truckers um, from uh, delivering foodstuffs to the various stores that they do because they didn't get the COVID shot, that, that doesn't help. It, it's just a, a large variety of governmental interventions where, according to the Constitution, they should not intervene, causing these food shortages, and we're starting to see it. My wife and I, we went out to eat last night, and we, were, we had sticker shock because of the, the increase in prices. And when I got my food, Sam... I looked at it and said, this is what I get for my money. The, it, it just wasn't what I am accustomed to. The, the, the quantity is shrinking, like you said, with the Doritos package or packages, um, and the prices are going up. And, you know, we need to – we can't just blame it on Vladimir Putin. I know that's affecting uh, the prices of at least wheat. Did you know that 29% of the the world's wheat actually comes from uh, a combination of Russia and the Ukraine? So that would explain some of the rise in wheat prices. 
But that's not going to explain why there are increases in prices in other areas, like in vegetables and in meats and Well, like and even that. set aside the increase in the different food costs to take a step back from that. Why so many fires all at once? Right? That doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. I mean, these people, they, they invest millions, tens of millions of dollars in their processing plants. You don't think they had sprinkler systems? You don't think they had warning systems? Uh, and, and interesting, just as I mentioned earlier, Sam, in, interesting that there were no – all these fires occurred after hours when there were very few people in those, which is a good thing. But, again, too much of a coincidence to be a coincidence. Obviously, they don't want people around uh, to be alerted to the fire so that the fires would do uh, the maximum amount of damage. So everything about this is suspicious, but we don't know if we get our news from Fox, CNN, ABC, NBC, the usual suspects, because they're not going to want to report it. They're not going to want to uh, demonstrate that there's a pattern. Uh, you know, they're, they're, the deep state is very well integrated uh, throughout every aspect of our lives and keeping us dumbed down and thinking that um, everything is because of Vladimir Putin. And how convenient. All right, man. Uh, very strange stuff. I don't even know how to respond to this. Uh, because the, the negligence of the media is really the, the, the reality check here, Chris. Yeah. Well, we need... <laughs> If, if you're not by this point, Sam, getting your news from alternative sources like uh, Loving Liberty Radio Network or True News, and we can promote other people's sites. We're not, you know, we're, we're not so jealous about our um, uh, presence in the media that, that we don't promote. Uh, for example, the, the World Affairs Brief. We promote uh, Joel Skousen's uh, weekly news brief. If you're not getting your news from, from alternative sources, you're, you're not getting the news that you should know about. And you're not able to connect the dots because we're not being given the dots through those sources. We're given what they want us to hear. We're being brainwashed. We're being manipulated. That's why when I uh, talk to my friends and family uh, and, and try to conduct intelligence conversations based on what I know, I get linked stares because they don't get that information. They're ignorant of it. And, you know, I, I try to turn as many people on as I can to Liberty News Radio and say, look, you're not getting what you need to get from the mainstream media. What you're getting is brainwashing, literally. I mean, the propaganda, we talk about German propaganda during World War II. We talk about Russian propaganda during the, the former Soviet Union. They have nothing on us as far as our propaganda today on a day-to-day -day basis. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to be clear on this yep. just so you don't understand where to go for this. Rick Wiles and others uh, at True News are available at trunews.com. And forget the E, it's just trutrunews.com. They do some incredible broadcasting, ladies and gentlemen. They have a lot of information. I follow a lot of True News. I follow a lot of wnd.com. I follow a lot of breitbart.com. I do keep an eye on Drudge still. I know a lot of people have dumped Drudge, but he still has some interesting headlines from time to time. I really keep an eye on Need to Know. Uh, dot news. Um, need to Know is a very good news service. 
uh, by the folks uh, that wrote Creature from Jekyll Island, G. Edward Griffin. Needtoknow.news is their website. Uh, I follow a lot of the Epic Times news uh, these days. Uh, there's a lot of great news services. I follow a lot of the New American Magazine uh, news and their writings. Uh, there's a lot of great places you can go for news, ladies and gentlemen. Well, anyway, Rick and the crew over at True News brings up several other topics. We'll get to them in seconds. But Biden's lying about food shortages blames. Might we have food shortages? It's very possible. Will it be because of Vladimir Putin? I don't think so. Why are all these fires breaking out? Is anybody going to ask questions and do some investigative reporting? Liberty Roundtable Live. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. President Joe Biden has nothing on his public schedule for today. The president spending some time at his Delaware home after being on the West Coast Friday. The president making an announcement that he believes will help fight climate change. I'm about to sign an executive order to strengthen our forest on federal lands and make them and the local economies they support more resilient in the face of wildfires. The president directing roughly $2.5 billion from the bipartisan infrastructure deal to conserve forests and plant more trees. Unseasonably warm weather is predicted in the Midwest on Saturday. Forecasters say Chicago, Cleveland, and Indianapolis all could see high temperatures at 80 degrees or higher. Detroit could hit 79 and Minneapolis could hit 71. You're listening to USA Radio News. Do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Are you being audited or investigated? Has the IRS sent you a letter demanding payment? You may not owe what they claim. Make this free call to the tax doctor now. Let them negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. Call 800-631-9123. 800-631-9123. That's 800-631-9123. Think of everything you do to provide for your family. A home, food on the table, health care, vacations, and saving for your kids' education. It's all good as long as you're alive. But it's only a drop in the bucket of what they'll need if you die without life insurance. Buying term life insurance is not something you can afford to put off. Call the Term Lifeline now for the lowest possible rates on quality term life insurance. Term life rates are at all-time lows, and we can save you up to 70%. If you already have coverage, you could be paying too much. One call... As many as 60 rounds were fired Friday afternoon from an apartment in Northwest D.C. near Howard University. Two adults and a 12-year-old child were shot in the... Two adults and a 12-year-old child were shot and are in stable condition. A fourth woman was grazed by one of the sniper's bullets. Border Patrol and communities along the southern border are dealing with illegal immigrants arriving at the highest levels in two decades. Texas Republican Congressman Lance Gooden, appearing on Fox News, says the influx of illegal immigrants has caused a dangerous problem in the United States. The crisis at the border has fueled this fentanyl epidemic that we are seeing across the nation. Democrats are aware of that. They're worried about how that will affect them in November. And we're seeing deaths from fentanyl overdoses um, that are are really scaring everyday Americans. Customs and Border Protection has seized more than 5,300 pounds of fentanyl so far this year. USA Radio News. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, Chris Carlson on your radio. LovingLiberty.net, spread the word, tell the tale, share the love online at your fingertips. Talk radio. The iPhone and Android apps are available, downloadable free at your favorite, what, iPhone uh, stores, Apple store, and um, the Android store. Download the apps. And, um, hey, free radio at your fingertips. Not only do you have the live radio stream for the broadcast that are 24-7, but most of the shows are available in podcast form after the fact. If you just can't listen, don't think you've missed out. You can go back and press play and listen anytime you like. There's also a treasure trove of podcasts uh, that are not on the normal radio stream because they're varying lengths, shows, etc. They don't come out with enough consistency to put on the radio. Uh, but they do come out. Tom Woods is one of them. There's many other just incredible shows. So check out the LovingLiberty.net website and phone apps for more information. All right, ladies and gentlemen, pedophiliac is a term. And what do they call these guys? Demoniacs? Pedophiliacs and demoniacs? You're, you're talking about some strange words, ladies and gentlemen, with some serious reality check consequences, Chris. Well, yeah, and the fact that uh, you needed help in pronouncing the word tells you that that word is not very common in our English lexicon, which I think it should be, Sam. Um, I, I think about this a lot because it explains a lot of the behavior on the part of our, our leaders, our politicians, our bureaucrats that is otherwise not uh, explainable. So I, I will preface this uh, segment by, by telling you an incident that I had. As a Sunday school teacher, a few years back, I was teaching a group of about 12-year-old kids about demonic possession. And I know that's kind of scary, and maybe I shouldn't have taught a group that young, but I did feel inspired, and I thought it was appropriate. And an adult walked in the room, and the students asked him, he was, he was my age, and they said, what do you think about this demonic possession stuff that uh, Brother Carlson's talking about? And he denied it. He said, I don't think it happens anymore. I know it happened in the New Testament, but I don't think that sort of thing occurs. But it does. It does, and I know by firsthand experience uh, that it does. So let me give I you a little actually believe, Chris, on... I actually believe as the world gets more wicked, it happens more than it used to. Let's not fool ourselves. Oh, yeah. Well, well let's, let's look at the history of these evil spirits that we know exist among us. Um, where did they come from? Well, and this is where we go into uh, Mormon doctrine, and I apologize if I lose people, but I, I think it's important we know a little background in order to understand. Yeah, perfect. Um, the key, it's no problem talking about any doctrines of any religions, Chris. All you've got to do, though, is, is connect the dots for those who may not be familiar. That's all. Okay. But for those um, who are familiar with the book of Revelation, let me just read. Uh, Revelation chapter 12, verse 4, and it reads, uh, and this is referring to the great dragon or Satan who was cast out of heaven. It says, quote, and his tail drew a third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth, unquote. That's in Revelation 12, 4. A lot of people read that and they wonder, well, what does that mean? A third part of the host of heaven. And he drew them um, with his tail. I guess that's symbolic of, you know, Satan bringing uh, that group of people who were his followers, or sp I shouldn't say people, I, would, I should say spirits, um, and, and they were cast down here to earth. Now, are they still here? And when you say he drew them with his tail, it means he dragged them along. 
they indecisively they indecisively uh, followed him, not knowing which way to go, if you will. They were deceived by the great liar. Yeah, and they would actually play a very important role here on this earth. Now, we as spirit children existed with them previous uh, to coming to this world, but the difference between us and that one-third of the host of heaven that was, as you say, Sam, dragged down here to earth is we received physical bodies as we came to earth. Okay? Yes, now be they careful when you say one-third because it wasn't one-third. One-third is exactly one out of every three. It was one-third part, and I don't mean to play games with words, but we don't know how many they were. If I cut a pie into three pieces and I make one piece really small compared to the other two bigger pieces, it's one-third part, but it isn't one-third. So we need to really pay attention to the language there. We don't know how many souls decided to follow the great liar uh, who no. followed Satan and got cast down, right? Correct. No, good, good distinction. Now, um, I don't mean to delay. We're going to listen to a video, but I do, I do think we need this background. So that one-third of the host of heaven, they were denied the privilege, Sam, of receiving physical bodies. We were not. Now, why why were they denied? because of their disobedience in the pre-mortal existence. Now we, those of us who do have physical bodies and have had the privilege of coming here to earth possessing physical bodies, we were valiant spirits and that we made the choice to follow God and Jesus Christ's great plan of happiness, whereby we would receive physical bodies, we would be separated from the presence of our heavenly father, our elder brother, Jesus Christ, and be given a probationary period here on earth to see if we would obey God's word um, outside of his presence. And Christians, for the most part, are being valiant to, to that test. Those who were not valiant in the pre-mortal existence were now cast down here. And as you can imagine, Sam, they're probably pretty bitter because they are now damned. When I, when I use the word damned, I, what I mean is their progress um, is is stifled. They can no longer progress forward spiritually as we can. And because of that bitterness, they seek at every turn to uh, hinder those who were valiant in the pre-mortal existence and do have bodies. They seek to hinder our progress. And if they can, and they can, they're, and they're capable of it, if we allow them, they can literally possess our bodies. That's what we, we refer to as demonic possession. And that means a lot of the behavior of our leaders sometimes when they do things that are clearly not in our interest. And we're going to listen to a video of a group of Florida legislatures. Now, in this video, what they're doing, uh, it's some sort of, I don't know if they're passing the law or if they're, uh, they're introducing the bill for a vote or whatever, but they're actually divesting uh, Disney World, which is located in Florida, they're divesting Disney World of their sovereign power to implement and execute their own laws. And hopefully uh, your audience has heard about that. Now, before and we get to the to video, the let's, let's set up a little bit more about this, too. So why Disney was given their own special privilege to have a bunch of land in Florida and kind of have their own governance and have that much sovereignty uh, in the first place is beyond my imagination. This is where we get really, really, really political. And if you have a lot of money or a lot of influence, you get special privilege. All we're talking about is removing that special privilege, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. And they're doing that for good reason, Sam. There is a lot of pedophilic activity going on in Disney World. People are attracted uh, 
to employment with Disney because they are notorious for, um, for perpetrating pedophilic acts and they want access to children and what better place to do that than Disney World. So, well, and then uh, if you get a hold of the law enforcement, ahead. if you get a hold of the law enforcement capabilities within Disney, because it's private sector, because you can eventually control the hires, etc., then you've got your own no man's land. In other words, you've set up kind of a kingship, yeah. a subdivision within the state of Florida that's not accountable to anybody. In other words, uh, something happens, the cops find out about it in Disney, they can go ahead and dismiss it look the other way or protect the perpetrators and there's no real government checks and balances in that system it's all just disney uh judge jury and executioner idea or the lack thereof if they um are partners in your crimes so to speak and so this is why they're they're literally saying oh my gosh we've got to have absolute dictatorial judge jury and executioner control within disney if we don't then we lose this pedophile kingdom we've got going on that's the real deal chris yep and and the voices, the, those moaning voices, those uh, it's, it's almost it's creepy. Well, I'll just let you roll the video, and you you be the judge. Your uh, listening audience can be the judge for themselves. Go ahead and roll the video at this point, then. Democrats, who are. It is my hope that we will be able to proceed civilly and with decorum and with respect for one another. Read the next bill. By Senator Bradley, Senate Bill 4C, a bill to be entitled an act relating to independent special districts. Representative Fine, you're recognized to explain your bill. Uh, thank you, Mr. Speaker. It seems as Mickey and many have joined us in the chamber today. That said, this is the bill that we discussed yesterday. Members, we will either go into structured debate or we will call the previous question. Representative Renner, you're recognized for a motion. Mr. Speaker, I move the previous question on the bill. Representative Renner moves the previous question on the bill. This motion is not debatable and requires a majority vote. All in favor say aye. All opposed, no. Show the bill. I think that's probably sufficient. That's so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Listen. You literally got demons disrupting the Florida legislative body there. I want to compare that in contrast to the Olympic state of Utah. Um, you've got the demons in Florida, but you've got tyrants in Utah. We'll compare this. We'll talk about it more, but there's demons running around everywhere. This is the sad reality check, ladies and gentlemen. We must turn to Jesus Christ. Hang tight. Liberty Roundtable Live. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. 
Why does the left lie constantly? Because it gets spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present day church, rather it is for the end time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Carlson with me. We played that legislative, I don't know what you call it. It was a vote. <laughs> uh, and they voted to uh, reject Disney having their own special enclave of uh, sovereignty, if you will. And literally the demons came to the legislative body and just raged and howled. And I mean, it was crazy. Uh, and what I find fascinating about this is in Florida, let the demons howl. Uh, in Utah, a gentleman, uh, Mike Brown, a friend of mine, literally was at the Utah legislative body, and he went in there to go ahead and speak out uh, for a bill. And when he went in, there were people passing out stickers, and he decided to put one of the stickers on. Well, they literally said he couldn't even sit in the chamber with a sticker on. And they literally hauled him out and arrested him because he had a sticker on. And so you compare the Utah legislative body um, they're more tyrannical. I'm not defending their position uh, than the Florida one. The Florida one at least lets the demons rage. Now, I'm not, I'm not for letting demons rage. My whole point with this is there needs to be a little bit of um, – the extremes are just too much. There needs to be a little bit of common sense in the middle. If you're wearing a sticker, why don't you just leave it alone? If you ask a question out of turn or speak out of turn, why don't you just let it go? But when you literally have demons raging so loud and crying and howling to the point where and yelling to the point where you can't even hardly conduct business and they just let it go, let it go, let it go through the whole thing, Chris. Yeah, and you can't reason with these types of people because they are turned over to these demonic spirits. These demonic spirits are literally taking control of their bodies. And it's not as if they didn't have control before their bodies became possessed. What happens, Sam, is, and there are various ways that you can become possessed. And um, you can either become so angry that you invite these spirits in because then you weaken your spiritual defenses. That's the thing. Uh, a person with the, whose body and mind and heart is full of the light of Christ cannot be possessed by demonic spirits. You have to either be angry, jealous, uh, uh, sometimes alcohol abuse uh, can invite these spirits in because you then you, weaken yourself spiritually, drug abuse, uh, various and sundry things. But you can't reason, once these people have turned themselves over to Satan and his demonic spirits, you cannot reason with them. You can cast those spirits out, but here's the thing, Sam. They have to be willing to have those spirits cast out. If they're not willing to have those spirits cast out, you know, all the priesthood uh, authority in the world will will not work you have because to be remember and remember agency is key here and god respects agency and so if they uh exactly. one um well there's two ways if one they don't have the willpower to reject satan number one and number two uh, oftentimes they invite him right back 
Uh, and so we need to understand this yeah. is biblical in reality, uh, Chris. It is biblical reality. And when you read the New Testament, I mean, how many incidences are there of Jesus Christ casting out evil spirits? And in some cases, there are multiple spirits. Uh, remember the, the account of Jesus when he cast out these spirits and he asked their name and they said legion. And then he cast them out and he granted them the privilege of going into a herd of swine. And immediately that herd of swine, what did they do? They ran off a steep place in, into um, a lake and drowned themselves. You know, the, the, I guess the swine were, <laughs> were more uncomfortable with that spirit possession. And I do have some personal experience. I do have a family member, and I, I will be discreet about this because I do not want to divulge any information about this individual who for for decades was literally possessed of, of one of these spirits. Now, in this person's case, um, this person was not as completely and totally controlled, but this person knew distinctly, and I just learned about this a couple of years ago, knew that they were possessed and i won't go into detail about that um but that was kind of a shock when i heard i also had a roommate sam who was possessed of a demonic spirit when i met him he shared with me a miraculous conversion experience that he had when he committed himself to a christian lifestyle he actually said that he was visited by jesus and at the time i was impressed and thought that he was a really spiritual guy but in retrospect i think that maybe he was deceived because it wasn't long after that that he uh, denied the divinity of Jesus Christ and began to embrace some really strange occultic beliefs. He soon changed from a high-functioning person to a low-functioning person. He eventually dropped out of college, became mentally ill, and committed suicide. And um, that demonic possession actually de describes or explains a lot of mental illness. In fact, I would suggest that the vast majority of mental illness is as a result of somebody allowing these spirits to inhabit their body. You know, I don't, I don't know how... Uh, far off on that tangent, you really want to go. Well, let's but be very clear. Real. Let's be very clear and tie the thread, though, that you understand. A lot of times we have this, this, in my opinion, irrational notion that says, hey, in the Savior's time, 2,000 years ago, you know, there was people who were possessed by demons and stuff like that. But that doesn't really happen today. Ladies and gentlemen, I submit to you that not only does it happen today, I think it happens with a greater frequency. Think of all the chemicals in our foods and in our environment. Think of all the drugs people are on. I mean, most people are on, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, ten, whatever medications. And think about all the different uh, unique situations where increased mental illness is happening. Men think they're women. Women think they're men. You know, all these kind of things that are just absolutely divorced from reality. Just absolutely not scientifically based at all. Uh, not based on God's law or God's guidance or God's uh, teachings, okay? And when you start to get these people that just absolutely go into such a euph euphoric state where they don't even know if they're a male or a female, they don't even know if they're, um, for example, this, why would you freak so much about Disney not having a special privileged Disney-controlled zone? All the state of Florida is saying here is, hey, let's just put Disney on the standard like everybody else. Just because you have private property, that doesn't mean that you have your own police force in place kind of a thing. Um, we're going to take away that special privilege from Disney now uh, because we believe that Disney is just kind of off the rails. And okay, why would you just literally howl at the legislative body over this? 
Why would, okay, this is what I mean. People are getting so divorced from reality. Anytime you advocate for Christ, anytime you teach the Ten Commandments, think about back in the 60s with school and prayer. They literally freaked because we were praying. And now that they got rid of prayer in school and things are, you know, it used to be the where, hey, you know, pulling a girl's pigtails or chewing gum was the offenses. Now it's like drugs and alcohol and rape and pillage and plunder and, and death and guns and weapons and and. We don't see a connection. See, folks, do you think that the people that go berserk with guns and start killing everybody, you think they're like followers of Christ, or do you think they're possessed by a demon? And so anyway, I don't mean to, to go into too much about demonic possession, except I want to be very clear about this. We cannot think there's no association when the battle that began in heaven is continued on the earth. Make no mistake, deranged people will have influences beyond their own. Sometimes it might be just a mental psychosis or a mental problem, but oftentimes these people don't have a connection to God. They don't have a connection to family. They don't have healthy relationships, uh, etc. And they're isolated. They're alone. They're and, and in every one of these cases, it gives satanic influence power over them, their lives, and their action. Let's be very clear, their actions. So anyway, I don't wanna to spend too much time on it, but I wanna really paint this picture so that you understand. For us to not think there's a relationship there is naivete to say the least, Chris. Yeah, and then the solution then becomes not medication, uh, you know, not taking guns away from law-abiding citizens, not more laws on the books, not more enforcement. Then the solution becomes, of course, like in any other situation where we face problems in our society, Sam, the solution is drawing closer to God and becoming more, not less, of a religious society, as John Adams uh, stated over 130 years ago. And when you say the solution is drawing closer to God, I concur, but let's be a little bit more detailed about what that means. That means repenting for sin. That means acknowledging Mm -hmm. that God defines what sin is, not you and I. Okay, God decides that. And the the way to not sin is to keep the commandments of God. There's sins of commission. There's sins of omission. Uh, we must take care of both. Keeping the Sabbath day holy uh, and the Ten Commandments are one of the great simple guides that, that is, is not specific to, um, you know, any religious denomination. In other words, we're not into dividing Christians on theology. Uh, but whether you're a Christian, which, you know, hey, that's what I support in the Ten Commandments. Most other nations, though, have a very similar code of ethics, if you will, that mirrors or is like the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not kill. You know, the honor of thy father and thy mother is a critical one. Keep the Sabbath day holy is a critical one. Not coveting or, or uh, you know, all those things are critical. Uh, understanding these fundamental basic principles to civilized society uh, and repentance if we violated those is, is the key uh, to drawing near to God, praying consistently to him reading his his word learning yes of him uh, you know these are key things paying attention in quiet moments to gain a testimony through prayer if you ask he'll give you wisdom you'll know okay these are the ways that we draw closer to god and these are the ways that we get further and further away from uh, satanic influence whether it's just uh, he influences us in our mind to do something wrong or we do cross the line uh, and have some kind of a demonic possession um you know there's there's a there's a way to get far away from the cliff, Chris. And let me suggest something. We were talking over the break, uh, Cameron, and, and you and I, Sam, about, you know, why weren't these individuals removed from the legislative chambers? That's what would have been appropriate. 
And in, I think I've got an explanation. I think the Christians in that chamber were intimidated by them, and they should not have been. If they had been closer to God and, and had understood his word more closely, they would have recognized it, that maybe they couldn't have removed them. They probably could have, you know, through the authority of his priesthood, but they could have at least silenced them. I think they had that power. If they knew they had that power, if they were more familiar with the word of God, and if they had the spiritual courage to do so. So I don't know how you feel about that. Well, and the least they could have done, even if they couldn't have maybe, um, you know, got rid of the demons and some of these people, at least they could have removed them from the chambers and just said, look, you have the right even to disagree. You have the right to come up and speak your opposition. But you don't have the right to absolutely assail the committee or assail. To some degree, Robert's rules of order should come uh, into play here. And I think Utah's too tyrannical in that they just throw people out no matter what, if they don't like them there, if they don't want, um, if they want to intimidate, etc. But at the same time, I think Florida has a little bit too much of a hands-off approach. You just can't let disruptors just absolutely wholesale control these meetings or procedures. Now, what they would say is, well, we got the job done, Sam. We still voted in the affirmative and we rejected Disney's, quote, sovereign territory so to speak and you know what good on them i agree with rick wiles and others good on them for doing so but let's be very clear you can't let them just absolutely have their way like that in the middle of a meeting it was hard to even function on the bill and the focus of the details of what was what was being contemplated by the legislative body there Uh, we cannot allow that kind of disruptions there's a balance if you will ladies and gentlemen with god-given rights comes responsibility let's never forget that chris Yep, exactly. So I, I I hate to think that that would have happened during the Founding Fathers era. I don't think it would have. I think they would have had enough moral strength to, to resist that and, and to be disgusted sufficiently not to allow that to persist. Sam, during the Ladies and gentlemen, era. call it a wake-up call on your radio as we uh, call a halt to the con game and don't allow that to happen. we got to stand up and understand this. And, you know, I know it's an uncomfortable topic. But I also understand that it's real and it exists in our day. And if you think it's gone from the earth that, hey, there was just demons and Satan uh, was raging in the hearts of men in, in Jesus Christ's time, but not anymore. Oh, how wrong you are. Quite the contrary, my fellow Americans. Pray for peace. Pray for stability. Turn to God Almighty. Repent. And I testify that Jesus Christ is real. He lives. And we celebrate the living Christ on your radio. Hour one of the can, hour two coming up. God save the Republic. Top the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, and happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for. Wow, it's already April the twenty third in the year of our Lord two thousand and twenty two. This is our two of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Ladies and gentlemen, man, we got so much to talk about. It's amazing. Chris Carlson has agreed to stay with us for the second hour. Hour two of two starts now. Ladies and gentlemen, 
who will control the money? This is a really interesting topic, and we've highlighted this topic quite a bit in recent weeks, but we're going to keep banging on it because we want you to understand how critical it is. There's very few policies in the world that have such a positive or a negative impact as money. If it's dishonest money, if it's immoral money, it can absolutely destroy everything in its wake. On the other hand, if it's honest money, it can absolutely chain down those who would wreak mischief on the rest of us. With that, Chris, let's take a real hard look at who's going to control the money, Chris. Um, well, we already know who's going to control the money, the people who have been controlling it for the last 108 and a half years. And I use 108 and a half specifically because that's when the Federal Reserve Act was passed in 1913, and we've been suffering under it ever since. And um, they've been gaining more and more power as we've been uh, uh, going deeper and deeper into debt, and inflation has become uh, more and more of a burden on our day-to-day finances, Sam. And we don't seem to understand the source of that problem. And the source of that problem is, of course, Um, a violation of a provision in the Constitution against counterfeiting. If you or I did what the international bankers are doing to us, Sam, we would be prosecuted and thrown into jail, and we would deserve it. But they do it, and because they have legislation to back up their criminal enterprise, they can do it with impunity. And we've talked and talked and talked and talked about this topic, but uh, apparently uh, America's not getting the message. But we will continue to talk about it. So I recently read a book called The Day the Dollar Dies. Now, the interesting thing about this book um, is that it was written in 1973. And if you read it, you would think that it was written yesterday because everything that was being said by those in the know, and the author, by the way, is a man by the name of Willard, Willard Cantillon. And people like him who were in the know, who knew that an international banking cartel was destroying not only our financial, the financial aspect of our nation, but culturally because they were able to uh, gain control of the entertainment industry, uh, the news media, the, uh, the music industry. I mean, we can go all the way down the line because when you can just print money with reckless abandon and spend it however you want, eventually you gain control of every aspect of a nation's life. And that's what these people have done. Anyway, I've kind of gone off on a tangent. So here's an excerpt from the book. And he, this man, Willard Cantillon, who wrote The Day the Dollar Dies, apparently he was, um, he was a speaker. He traveled around different countries and uh, spoke on this topic. And the topic was basically money and uh, foreign affairs, things of that nature. And, and here's an, uh, an excerpt from the book. He said, communist or capitalist, banker or president of the nation, all men seemed to agree that those who controlled the finance of a nation represented a power greater than any other legislative body. I recall an afternoon in Brussels, I guess that's of Brussels, uh, what's the country? Um, Northern Europe. Uh, anyway, Brussels, when I addressed an international group in the Metropole Hotel, Apart from John Baines from the Brussels Phoenix Press, the audience were strangers to me. Most of the men uh, present held high office in various departments and were admirably admirably disposed towards the new system on which I was to speak, which was international finance. I concluded my luncheon address by saying, gentlemen, you look with approval upon this coming new order and the new system it will bring. 
You believe it has the answers to the frustrations and unanswered problems of the present moment. But I, in all sincerity, would like to ask you one basic question before leaving you today. Who will control it? And that is a very, very relevant question. Who will control it? And um, I go on to... Uh, give excerpts from different parts of the book where he talks about how Stalin ruled, uh, some things that Vladimir Lenin said, and those were the, the, the individuals that were controlled by the same banking cartels in their respective countries, and this kind of gives you an idea of how they ruled under the control of this monetary power. So let's talk about Joseph Stalin. Uh, he controlled the Soviet Union for about 28 years, and Svetlana Aleluyeva was his daughter, and uh, she wrote an account of, of her 27 years under uh, his uh, leadership in the Soviet Union. And this is what Svetlana Aleluyeva said about her father. She said, 27 of those years I lived under a heavy weight, a time of single-handed despotism, bloody terror, economic hardships, the cruelest of wars, and ideological reaction. I lived at the very top of the pyramid where truth hardly reaches one at all. In the family in which I was born and bred, nothing was normal. Everything was oppressive. My mother's suicide was most eloquent testimony to the hopelessness of the situation. Kremlin walls all around me, secret police in the house, in the kitchen, at school, and over it all, a wasted, obdurate, obdurate that means stubborn, man, fenced in from his former colleagues, his old friends, from all those who had been close to him, in fact, from the entire world, who, with his accomplices, had turned the country into a prison in which everyone with a breath of spirit and mind was being extinguished, a man who aroused fear and hatred in millions of men. This was my father. And um, that's where we are gradually but surely uh, being led to in our own country, Sam. It's not as bad as, as it was under the Soviet Union yet, but if you look at the trend line, eventually we will become uh, an oligarchy and eventually a dictatorship under the control of people who will have all of us so deeply indebted up to our eyeballs that there's nothing that we can do except repudiate the entire devil atomic criminal system under which we are being more deeply and deeply enslaved. And we'd better wake up to that reality or it's going to overcome us. And we're going to find ourselves in a situation where we won't be able to extract ourselves, whether peacefully or otherwise. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, when you literally let somebody control your money, they can literally uh, take control of everything. Uh, money is the medium of exchange, but it's also the, uh, it opens doors, ladies and gentlemen. It opens doors to wars. Uh, it opens doors to uh, pedophiles and criminals. Uh, it lets those uh, gain control over others in unfair, uh, advantaged ways. Who will control the money is the question. Now, there's a book that you've uh, brought forward that really helps people understand, Chris. Yeah, so so the book and um, it, it's from Willard Cantle on the day the dollar dies, and, and like I said at the beginning of my little spiel, uh, it was written in 1973, and at that time, 
um, Willard Cantillon, he was looking at the advent of the computer age, for example, and that was way, way before the personal computer, you know, appeared in most people's home. 1973, you wouldn't even imagine having a personal computer in your home unless you were a geek. And he was he was talking about, and, and I, I really wasn't prepared to go too deep into the book. Maybe next week we can we can do a little deeper dive. But you know, basically what he says is we're basically uh, merging into that beast system and. He refers often to, uh, we can, I could probably turn it really quick, basically um, Revelation chapter 13, which talks about the number of the beast, 666, and people will not be able to buy or sell or to engage in commerce unless they have that number. And we're seeing those, those concerns that he had way back in 1973 start to materialize. And I... I hope that we are just as alarmed, if not more, you know, by seeing the development of this B system being foisted upon us today, because obviously everybody has a personal computer that they carry with them everywhere they go. Now, I don't even know if William Cantillon would have even imagined cell phones having more computing power in this, this little uh, uh, device that we carry around with us today that a computer that filled an entire room back in 1973 uh, wouldn't have even approached. But anyway, he, he talks about that. He talks about the beast system, and he talks about we literally will not be able to buy and sell. Now we're seeing the unfolding of that plan before our eyes, Sam, and it is startling. And he does give just a lot as of 1984, uh, Just as 1984, Chris, kind of articulated a tyrannical state, now we see things way beyond even um, the 1984 kind of supposed scenario. And we compare the day the dollar died, written in the 70s, to now. You know, the dollar died in the 70s because we moved off of the constitutional standard of gold and silver. Uh, but the day the dollar died is kind of a playoff. The, the, the day the music died, uh, kind of a music idea. Yeah. In other words, the, the principles Don, are similar Don here. McClain. But but the reason that I bring this up, ladies and gentlemen, is because we are now way beyond even what these great thinkers of their day. Back in the day when they were written, we thought, oh, that could never be. Now we're way beyond that point, ladies and gentlemen. Way beyond what 1984 imagined and way before the day the dollar dies could have imagined. Willard Cantillon is the author of that book for your reference. When we come back, communist or capitalist? We'll talk about it. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love get married and have some kids.
Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present day church, rather it is for the end time church, the body of the line of Judah. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Okay, so Sam um, left the last segment with um, capitalism or communism. Let's do a little comparison and, and contrast on those two um, those two words. So what is the difference between capitalism and communism? In the, in the minds of those who favor communism, they believe that it is a check or a balance against the irrational uh, power that people accumulate under the, the, um, the economic system of capitalism. So here's what I tell people. Okay, so you want to take the power of the people and transfer it from the general populace and give it to an even smaller group of people within government and now trust that those human beings, just like the human beings from which you are taking that power, are now going to act justly, egalitarian, and in a way that is in the interest of the people, even though what you're doing is you're actually transferring more power from a capitalist system, uh, or I should say power concentrated in the hands of a few people, i.e. the capitalists who they claim control uh, the economic system, you transfer that power to an even smaller group of people who presumably have your interests more at heart and expect good results. And I say what you're doing is you're basically creating a system that is referred to as crony capitalism, i.e. communism, i.e. socialism, i.e. fascism i.e. collectivism, the system is, is all the same when the power is concentrated into a few hands. You'll never resolve the problem until and unless you have real egalitarianism and real equality by taking the power from a small group of oligarchs, whether that be crony capitalism, whether that be socialism, whether that be communism. I don't care what you want to label it as. It is the same. The secret and Chris, the term that jo- the term that Cleon Skousen, the great writer, used was naked capitalist, naked yes. communist. And that was basically what yes. you do is you exploit the principles to extreme of whatever system you're talking about. So in real capitalism, morality and free enterprise, freedom to associate, freedom to buy and sell, uh, the free interplay of prices, of supply and demand, all these things come to play. That is appropriate capitalism. It's governed by morality. Mm-hmm. It says that I want to have a good life and I want to prosper, but I want you, Chris, to do the same because you know what? We're not enemies. 
We're associates in this free exchange mm-hmm. of ideas, of products and services and supply and demand and let prices fluctuate as they do. And uh, it's really a hands-off approach, but a, but a liberty-based uh, idea that says, look, we don't have to have losers. We can all be winners. And, and so, But the naked capitalist yeah. or the extreme capitalist, as you mentioned, uh, they put profit above principle. Okay, they put politics above um, principle. And so when you do that, you start to say, look, I don't care about uh, the prices. I'll manipulate the prices in my favor because, hey, profit's king. Or I'll manipulate uh, things so that I have greater control than you. It doesn't matter if you're a loser, Chris, in naked capitalism uh, or this crony capitalism. um, Because, look, we're the group that matters most or matters more than the rest. Uh, it's an unfair system. And then what they do is once they get a little bit of power, they go ahead and put laws in place that give them more power. Think about Disney. I mean, whatever created Disney, uh, this, I don't know what you want to call it, its own state within the state of Florida with sovereignty and power and authority and judge, jury, and executioner, all the cops and everything else, all uh, in this, quote, private Utopia, so to speak, the happiest place on earth almost got me. And, and, and what you get is this scenario where one thing leads to another. You give them an inch, they take a mile, and, and they start to then turn real free enterprise into a tyrannical uh, caste system with them at the top and the rest at the bottom, the few at the expense of the many. And it violates the very fundamental principles that our founders gave their lives for, Chris. Yeah, and, and it is devoid of the opportunity for either me or you, Sam, to exercise our veto vote against a corporation and we, whereby we refuse to, to engage in commerce with them because we don't think that they operate ethically in society. When you have a control system like crony capitalism or naked capitalism, as you refer to it, or communism, or whatever ism you want to label it, it's all the same. And once that veto power on the part of the consumer is eliminated. Well, let me give you an example. Uh, Amazon. People think that Amazon is this great uh, economic success, success whereby they have gained this huge market share uh, under a capitalist uh, type of arrangement. That's not true. Do you know why? Because every product that is shipped from Amazon is subsidized by the taxpayer to the tune of a dollar forty-seven cents. Do you have that? If you wanted to ship a package to to a friend or or a family member in Florida, Sam, would the government subsidize you a dollar forty six cents for everything you send? No. So that's one example of many. They get tax breaks. They get uh, no bid government contracts. They get um, special uh, uh, tax. Well, I said tax breaks. They get all oh uh, government contracts. They get all these. Um, these perks from the government in this uh, so-called capitalist arrangement. When in fact, if you look at it and you compare it to all these other isms, communism, socialism, whatever you want to call it, it's the same. The operation is the same, whereby the money is concentrated in the hands of a very small group of elites, whether in or out of the government, it matters not. They are partners in crime. And we need to eliminate the whole concatenation of diabolical rascality completely and totally and create a level playing field. And today they also have special privilege at the trough, too. For example, they can create hostile 
practices of price fixing, uh, price manipulation, shutting out competition, all these other things that violate free markets, and they get special privilege to do so that the rest of us uh, don't have, ladies and gentlemen, whether it's communist or capitalist, banker or president of a nation, ladies and gentlemen, all men really seem to agree that those who control the finance of a nation represent a power greater than any other legislative body. This is how when they put a few uh, on the courts, making that the most powerful branch of government, then they circumvent the legislative body by dishonest money. That's how they're taking over the nation, Chris. Yep. I mean, look at Elon Musk. He's, he's well, he's not the richest man in the world. They say he is. He's worth some 200 and something billion dollars. But how did he get to where he was? Government contracts. Now, how do we know that those contracts are fair? A lot of them are nobody contracts because he has monopoly, a monopoly on space exploration with his rockets, which I guarantee you are subsidized by taxpayer dollars. Well, I know they are. Okay. So how do we know that we're operating in a free market system? We don't. Uh, I guarantee you, if if you or I, you know, tried to enter into a government contract. Uh, of, of billions of dollars as Elon Musk and some of these other uh, so-called uh, free enterprise capitalists, uh, we would be denied because we're not part of the good old boys club, Sam. And the bigger this, uh, I'm, I'm thinking of a word, I apologize. I'm, I'm, I'm having a, a senior moment here. This, uh, go, anyway, the bigger this system gets, the more difficult it is going to be to dismantle sam and um what we need to do yeah because what happens is the checks and balances the checks and balances of a free market system the checks and balances of the proper role of limited government designed to chain them down with the constitution seems to be circumvented where these checks and balances don't protect us where we don't have a redress of grievance where we don't have a a lot of the uh, freedoms that that insist the checks and balances works Karl marx chimed in on this as well Tying it back to God, Chris. Yeah, he certainly did. Karl Marx was no friend to God, Sam, because he was, uh, God was Karl Marx's greatest competitor. You know, if you want to implement socialism, you you can't acknowledge the supremacy of God because uh, government under socialism then becomes your God. And you don't want to have that competition. He said, the idea of God is the keystone to a perverted civilization. It must be destroyed. And Karl Marx indeed was an atheist. And um, socialism is atheistic in its very nature. The uh, uh, Christian uh, religious society and communism were never, ever compatible. And if you don't believe me, just go back to the Soviet Union. And how. And I can give you a story about a neighbor of mine who had his Bible confiscated at the, uh, the East German border. And he had to play nicey-nice with the border guards just to get his Bible back because that was contraband. He just about lost his scriptures that he had spent in a lifetime marking. Uh, you know, and if you know anything about, you know, when you get your scriptures marked and, and then you lose them, then you have to start over. It's a lifelong process. Anyway, I'm going to jet. I've got to go, Sam. I appreciate ladies you. And gentlemen, for ladies and gentlemen, this is hour. serious. Let's end with the quote we started with, shall we? Put not your faith in men, but bind them down with a change of the Constitution. Thomas Jefferson 
1798. Chris, final words yours. Without God, we cannot win. With God, we cannot lose, Sam. The battle for freedom is the Lord's, but we need to be engaged in that fight. Lieutenant Carlson and liberty-loving Americans everywhere, continuing our duty, sir. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. As Russia's unprovoked invasion of Ukraine continues, on Friday, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken held bilateral meetings with Ukraine's Prime Minister. Secretary of State Blinken discusses the significance of Friday's meeting. This is the first visit since the Russian aggression by a senior official of the Ukrainian government. Further evidence that a independent sovereign Ukraine is going to be around a lot longer While speaking in Seattle on Earth Day, President Biden said he's directing roughly $2.5 billion from the bipartisan infrastructure deal to improve American forests. He explains why he's signing an executive order that will help conserve those forests. Our forests are our planet's lungs. They literally are recycling and cycling CO2 out of the atmosphere. That's what they do. This is USA Radio News. The MyPillow.com clearance continues. Roll and go anywhere. MyPillow's $9.99. The Body Pillow, $39.99. And MyPillow bath sheets on sale, 50% off. Use my promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com slash radio specials. You'll also get a free copy of Mike Lindell's book. MyPillow.com slash radio specials. Use promo code USA or 1-800-951-8175. Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis signed a bill that takes away Disney World's independent special district status. Disney now won't be able to self-govern itself, which has given the company power to collect taxes, provide emergency services, and build new structures without local planning commission's approval. Governor DeSantis saying this special privilege was unfair. It was really an aberration. No individual or no company in Florida is treated this way. And it's not right to have dissimilar treatment. A Florida man is lawyering up after Mike Tyson punched him on a JetBlue flight. Melvin Townsend III harassed a former boxing champ on a flight from San Francisco to Miami, prompting Tyson to punch him. An attorney representing Townsend telling TMZ that his client became overly excited because he's a big fan of the boxer. A source connected to Townsend hinted that a lawsuit could be coming. USA Radio News. Bingo fun fact number six, Americans spend over $90 million weekly on bingo. Why? When you can play Bingo Treasure for free. Go to BingoRadioUSA.com. Play from any device, your smartphone, tablet, or computer. The account is free. The play is free. Play one card. Play more. Chat with other players. Meet new friends. All free at BingoRadioUSA.com. That's BingoRadioUSA.com. Bingo from any device. Hurry. Free accounts are Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Carlson doing a phenomenal job. Communist or capitalist, banker or president of a nation. All men seem to agree that those who control the finance of a nation represent a power greater than the courts, the legislative body, the executive branch, and all of the above. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen, how dangerous that is. And we've let a Federal Reserve System gain control of our money. 
Now imagine then, as we talked last hour about demons possessing people and controlling. Look, we're getting more and more and more unhinged. Now imagine demons with an unlimited money supply. Imagine humans who have lost their moral compass, who are possessed by demons, who have an unlimited money supply. Think about that for a minute. Do we have that going on in our day, ladies and gentlemen? I'll leave that open question uh, to you. But I will tell you this. There's a guy by the name of Richard Levine. The guy's a nutcase, ladies and gentlemen, but he's backed by the current administration. Richard Levine literally spent 54 years as a man, ladies and gentlemen. He had a wife and a family. And then he transitioned to pretending to be a woman. (laughs) Yeah, he literally got mm, mm, gender mutilation surgery. I won't go on. It's just too graphic and gross. But nevertheless, Richard Levine spent 54 years as a man, had a wife and a family. But then he transitioned to pretending that he's a woman in 2011. Now, Joe Biden and crew literally graduated this guy to be a four-star admiral, right? He appointed Levine to be a four-star admiral. This is whacked out Joe Biden as they promote this perverted reality. Now, ladies and gentlemen, USA Today has announced this guy has well, given the title of Woman of the Year to now not Richard, but Rachel Levine. Yeah. So Richard Levine became Rachel Levine. And uh, government promoted him to be a four-star admiral. And then USA Today said Rachel Levine is Woman of the Year. My question is, where are the feminists? You look at this thing and you go, what the heck is going on? Richard becomes Rachel. Uh, has gender-bending surgery. I would say uh, genital mutilation surgery. Uh, and, and now we literally have the government and these huge media entities, if you will, literally celebrating this woman. But ladies and gentlemen, scientifically, it's not a woman at all. Okay, a surgical knife doesn't make man woman or woman man. Drugs from pharmaceutical companies, hormone blockers or whatever term they use for these things, gender bender drugs do not make a man a woman or a woman a man. It defies scientific reality, ladies and gentlemen. There is what, an XY chromosome or XXXY, right? What, don't you learn that as a little kid? How do you change the physical makeup of a human? We are taught that men and women are different not only in their genitals, but in their brains and their very makeup, so the way their brains work. Haven't you ever heard men are from Mars, women are from Venus? Right? Uh, What I mean is they're very different down to their very core in the way their brains think and the way they process information. You know, they say that our men are focused on specific tasks to the point where they're kind of in the zone and they don't don't focus on it. They're just too one-track focused. 
whereas women can uh, handle multiple things at the same time. A man walks in the room, smells smells like steak, smells good. Where's dinner? Ha <laughs> ha. Hey, is dinner ready to go? The man's just thinking about dinner. The woman walks in and takes a whiff, and she thinks smells really good. Um, number one is something burning. Did my teenager turn off the stove like I asked him to? Hey, is so-and-so back from piano? Uh, man, it sure looks like a mess in here. Uh, what's going on? Where is everybody? And and she thinks through like 50 tasks all at once in about a, a, a nanosecond. And the man's still going, hey, man, is there food ready yet? And, and, and the woman's going, why did everybody leave the lights on? And what, what's going on around here? And how do we, oh, my gosh, I got to pick up so-and-so from somewhere. And I got to do this. And I got to do that. Look, their minds absolutely are completely different from the ground up, ladies and gentlemen. Don't you believe for a second that old Rick or Richard could become Rachel? That's bogus. Absolutely, scientifically bogus. But set aside man-made science for a second, shall we? And let's talk about God's law. God biblically teaches us that male and female created he them. In his own image. Man and woman. God gave Adam Eve, not Steve, folks. Okay, let's be very clear about this. Let's just double down and quipple, triple down. Now, look, when the government, like Joe whacked out Biden, literally says, hey, Richard can become Rachel, make him a four-star admiral as a chick, uh, it's bogus. When your USA Today <clears throat> says this guy's woman of the year, I'm saying woman, whoa, man, this is crazy. This is insanity on steroids. But you think about the demon discussion we had last hour. And it starts to make sense. Anything goes in Satan's plan as long as he destroys the family. Doesn't care what road you take as long as you're not on the right road, which is God-ordained male and female to come together and procreate and bring children into the world and raise them as males and females to teach them their responsibilities, to give them their gender-specific roles, and to let them work together side by side to carry out God's great sacred purposes. Let's understand this, ladies and gentlemen. Let's double down and acknowledge this reality. And then let's defend this truism from all enemies, foreign and domestic, okay? Let's defend the truth, Rachel, is not real. Rachel is a figment of a demon's imagination. Richard is this guy's name. He was a man for 54 years. He was born a man. No one questioned his manhood. But Richard Levine literally had a family and a wife and children and everything. And all of a sudden just decides he's Rachel. So we do the surgeon's knife. We do the pharmaceutical drugs. And we pretend Richard's now Rachel. And we use the media and the government to push this dishonest, satanic, demon-driven narrative, ladies and gentlemen. It is absolutely off the rails insane. And then if I speak this way, boldly, nobly, independently, and I directly take on the dishonesty and the science and the turning away from God's laws and God's revealed reality via biblical scripture, then they say to me, Sam... You're insensitive. Sam, you, you uh, don't realize this is a real dilemma in the hearts and minds of people. 
Sam, you can't be so calloused as to uh, not acknowledge the trauma that these people who are born in the wrong body have. You, Sam, you're just an absolute hater. How dare you speak against this narrative that we're... Yeah, the demons are pretty sly, aren't they? Forcing this agenda on society. I push back and say, no, that isn't the way it works in science or God's law. And they then appeal to, I'm just not a kind, gentle, patient, loving person. But who's the most kind, loving, gentle, patient of us all? I would submit God Almighty is. He's the one that tempers justice with mercy on our behalf. He's the one that sets the standard for civility. He's the one that provides love and protection and safety and prosperity to us all. He's the one that can grant rich blessings to all of us. Okay, this is our God. This is our father. Wait, can I say father? If old Richard could just become Rachel, then what if all of a sudden Heavenly Father just decided to be Heavenly Mother? Does that make it so? I think not, ladies and gentlemen. I think that's the big lie that we're falling for. And we have got to stand up against it. And we need to do so in the culture war boldly, clearly, directly, without equivocation. And that does not mean that I don't care about people. If if Richard or Rich and this is seriously that demon crazy to believe that he's Rachel now, and that he believes that a surgeon can use a knife and change his genitals, and they can use drugs to manipulate reality and pretend now that he's a woman, is it kind for me to embrace his lie with him? Or is it much kinder to point out the truths of God and science? You're listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. Final segment in seconds on your radio. For decades, leftist, liberal, socialists, and feminists have been screaming and crying, my body, my choice, in order to justify the premeditated murder of innocent children in the womb. However, this is a fallacious argument since science has proven and demonstrated that the baby has a separate set of DNA from the mother. If it's not your DNA, it's not your body. That is science, and you should trust the science. Remarkably, the same people who have been claiming my body, my choice for decades now want to force you to inject foreign substances into your body against your will. Obviously, they never cared about my body, my choice. They just wanted to control you and have permission to kill babies. I am Emma Bundy, and when you elect me governor of Idaho, I will sign an executive order on day one of my governorship prohibiting abortion in the state of Idaho. Because premeditated murder of the innocent should never be legal anywhere in the world, especially Idaho. Paid for by Ammon Bundy for governor. VoteBundy.com. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine. 
the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so I'm submitting to all of you that it's, that it's literally this demon idea. It's this demon idea that makes us somehow in our psychotic society believe that man can become a woman. Okay, look, men and women are as different as you could possibly imagine. Okay? And no matter how much you try, whether it's just simply clothes that you wear, uh, whether it's language that you try to adopt, whether it's genital mutilation, whether it's perverted drugs that literally force different bottle, bodily changes, uh, you're just deceiving yourself, ladies and gentlemen. Man cannot play God, never has been able to, and never will. Uh, the first attempt I know biblically of man trying to pretend they're God is to build the Tower of Babel to get to heaven. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't get to heaven by man's way. You also don't turn man into woman or woman into man. It's a psychotic notion, ladies and gentlemen. Now, is it more kind for me to just live the lie and tell the lie and pretend that it's true when we know that it's not? Is that the kind approach? Or is it much more kind to nobly, boldly, clearly speak out against this and say, I don't know what psychotic turmoil you have in your life, but I know this. Rich, Richard, whatever your name is, you're not Rachel, dude. Okay, you got that? I'm telling you right now, you're a man. You were born a man. You're scientifically a man, and God says you're a man. Now, I know the media, USA Today, and I know the government wants everyone to believe you're a woman, but it taint true, sir. Richard Levine, you are not Rachel, and you never will be. Now, what's this other athlete, Jenner? Gender bending Jenner, is that his name? Used to be Bruce, right? Now he's what, Caitlin? Okay, do you believe that lie, ladies and gentlemen, too? See, look, where are the feminists when you need them? Where are the feminists to say, look, this dude is not a girl? He is an imposter on our gender, right? Where are the feminists to speak up when all these dudes try to pretend they're a girl and roll into the female's bathroom or locker room? You know, taking showers with women and such. Where are the women? Where are the feminists to speak up and go, no, 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 young man, you are not a girl. You're not a female. You don't think like us. You don't act like us. You're not scientifically one of us. God says you're not one of us. We say you're not one of us. Where are the feminists when you need them the most? I mean, they want to, you know, jump up and down for causes like the Me Too movement. By golly, how dare the man make a move on me? But yet, he can literally try to become one of you and you say nothing? <laughs> what the heck is going on, folks? This is where, look, we've got to stand up in the culture war. I don't mean to be any, uh, I don't mean to be disrespectful. I don't mean to be uh, uh, offensive. 
but I cannot let this lie stand without speaking out clearly against it. Men, you are not women. Women, you are not men. And let me be very, very clear. You never will be. Now, how, no matter how much pretending you try to put in place, no matter how convincing your um, transition may be, you may be a great imposter, but you're still an imposter. You know, you even look at the way men and women walk, and they walk differently, don't they? All the way down to their gait, to their walk, they're different. And you know that's what's interesting? When some criminals decide they're gonna do plastic surgery uh, or whatever to change their appearance, let's say they're a criminal and they wanna change their appearance or whatever else, you hear this internationally around the world where these these big criminal leaders or whatever change their appearance and have surgery and, and, and do all this stuff. One of the things that you're not that you can't change is your gait. Did you know that your walk? I mean, you can change it slightly, but it's still going to betray you. All right, the fingerprints of God making male and female cannot be tricked or betrayed or circumvented or rooted out or jettisoned either. Do you read me loud and clear, ladies and gentlemen? The idea that a male can become a female or a female become a male is absolutely psychotic. And those who are pushing this narrative are literally demons trying to destroy God's order, trying to build a tower to get to heaven, so to speak, trying to somehow upend the creator. Ladies and gentlemen, the creation will never be greater than the creator. Men will never be women. Women will never be men. Now, what I don't get and why I say this is so demon crazy, whacked out, nuts on parade, is because, you know what, why would a man want to be a woman? Uh, You know, I thought we were taught that women are suppressed and downtrodden and second class and second fiddle. And why would a man want to go to that? Why would a man say, I want to become second class? I want, I want somebody to whistle at me and demean me and turn me into a sex object and let me make less money in, in, in business and let me, why would a man want to do that? And why would a woman want to become a man? I mean, don't women say that men are just pigs and perverts and everything under the sun? Why would then you want to become a pig and a pervert woman, female? Why would you want to just become a dude and become a big old slob pervert, you know, perpetrator and all these things why why would you want to do that see the stereotypical reality falls apart in about two seconds once you really drill in what real woman would want to become a man anyway and what real man would want to become a woman what has changed in our society this used to be yeah there was once in a while somebody who was mentally ill who had these views but they were considered truly psychotic mental illnesses now we say, well, hey, according to the latest psychiatric journals and uh, psychological whatever and the DSM 3R and 4R and whatever uh, government psychological medical journals, we say this is now normal. This is now not only normal but encouraged. Your government will help you get a sex change operation. The government will help you change your birth documents to match your whatever you identify as. Okay, why and how are we getting to the point in society where we accept this lie? I don't care how much you embrace this. 
I don't care how much you try to legitimize this. I don't care if your driver's license says this. I don't care if your birth certificate says that. I don't care if your uh, body looks like or you learn to walk like the opposite gender or you behave like or you talk like or you take drugs to, to imitate. It's still a dishonest, immoral imitation. It ain't the real deal is the way some of us say it. Okay, it's a con game. It's a con job. It's an absolute dishonest perpetration of a crime on humanity, on God's creations. It is an assault. It is a crime, and it needs to stop. But see, the problem is there's not enough people that have the guts like me to quadruple down and defend the truth and expose the lie, right? There's not enough of me. If there was, this would stop tomorrow. If somebody came in to try to change their driver's license and their birth certificate to say, hey, my name's Richard and I've just become Rachel. Don't you think I'm sexy and beautiful? And it's like, no, Richard, buddy, we're going to lock you up in a mental institution, sir. You're psychotic. Now, you can act like that if you want to because you have your free agency, but we're not going to endorse it and codify it into law. Okay, while they're literally letting Richard become Rachel, while they're literally performing gender mutilating surgery on poor Richard, poor mentally ill demon driven Richard, we now have our buddy named Charlie Kirk, and he's begging us to stand with him against Twitter. Charlie Kirk of Turning Point USA said the big tech overlords suspended my twitter account for the thought crime of writing the truth so now you've got me and charlie kirk and others well we don't think we're women we just want to tell the truth but now they're literally locking us down and saying you can't tell the truth how dare you hate-filled terrorist tell the truth and they're literally lying about who we are right and they're literally backing the lies and rejecting the truth. And they're shutting down truth tellers like me while they're backing Richard becoming Rachel. And then I say, Richard becoming Rachel's a lie. And they say, you're a hater and you're a bigot. Go away. Shut up. And they're literally like the days of old when they used to kick out the prophets and kick out holy men from their society. They're doing that to the truth tellers in America and around the world today. They truly are, ladies and gentlemen. How well will this podcast go over, this this live radio show turned into a podcast after the fact? How well will this go if the liberals and the elites and the gender benders and the whatever, the demons that were screaming and wailing last hour when you heard it on the Disney vote in the Florida legislative body, how many of those people are going to just absolutely lose their minds when they hear the truth telling I've got for them on the radio today, huh? And how's it going to go? Am I going to end up with death threats? Am I, but am I allowed to say this or am I not even allowed to say this anymore in America? Do I got to hush hush because the, the Hitler gender benders are going to come after me? See, where, where do we go in America? Can I express my own views that they're telling you a lie? And I'm here to tell the truth. 
Uh, where are we at in society when the truth becomes a lie and the lie becomes the truth? And, and wow. See, folks, this is something that we really need to understand. Why is Charlie Kirk and Sam Bushman being banned and shut down and ridiculed and mocked and, and uh, deplatformed for saying what we think? But yet Richard can become Rachel. Literally, Bruce can become Caitlin. And we accept that as if it's just standard normal. It's good. It's fair. To speak out against it is just evil and offensive and hostile and problematic. And, man, we better shut you down for not telling the truth. See, whoa, where do we go? What are we going to do? How do we handle this kind of reality, folks, that we live in? And the only way I know to handle it is to stand tall. The only way I know to handle it is to embrace the truth. The only way that I know to handle it is to turn to God Almighty, the author of our lives, the creator of our souls, the father of us all. Turn to him and repent. Acknowledge the truth, for this truth shall set you free. Isn't that what we're taught, ladies and gentlemen? Why do we reject the teachings of our whole lives? I pray we can stand tall for the sake of the cause of liberty. I pray we can embrace the truth and expose the lie. We can try to be kind in doing so to the people involved, but we cannot soft pedal the truth. We've got to square our shoulders. We've got to quadruple down in defense of that which is honorable, right, and true. Thanks for being along with me. Two hours in the can. Hopefully it was educational and a little bit entertaining, huh? All right, libertyroundtable.com, lovingliberty.net, spread the word. We the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore our grand old republic, but you got to get involved, make it a great day, day, and choose the right. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the republic. <laughs>